Hey, what's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 472 of Ask Pat. Thank you so much for joining me today. As always, I'm here to help you by answering your online business questions five days a week. We have a great question today from Kyle. But before we get to Kyle's question, I do want to thank today's sponsor, which is FreshBooks.com, making it super easy for all of us to manage our business finances. Uh, And that's three million small businesses they serve, including my own. They make it so easy to organize your income, your expenses, and also in any invoicing you do. They make it super easy and professional so that you can get paid sooner and then focus on what you need to focus on to grow your business. They also have an award-winning mobile app so you can check the financial health of your business on the go too. And I highly recommend you check it out. You can actually experiment with it for 30 days for free. You can get a 30-day free trial by going to getfreshbooks.com and enter Ask Pat in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Again, that's getfreshbooks.com, enter Ask Pat. All right, here's today's question from Kyle. Hey, Pat, this is Kyle Cornauer from crowstrength.com, C-R-O strength.com. I had a question about analytics and analysis, and my question is, do you feel like there's too many variables when you're trying to compare week to week with blog posts and YouTube videos as far as the variabilities with titles, posting times, same thing with emails. You know, how do you differentiate between what's actually working? What what key factors do you look at when you're when you're trying to analyze between week to week of what uh, your consumers are most attracted to? Thank you for everything you do. I enjoy listening to you, and talk to you soon. Hey Kyle, what's up? Thank you so much for the question and. Analytics are interesting because they're obviously very important. They help you understand whether something is working or not. They can show different trends and and things like that. But they can also be a headache. You can also overanalyze things. There can also just, you could just be overwhelmed by everything that's going on. And I love your question. Are there too many variables that are happening between things that are happening week to week? And yes, I would say yes. There are so many different things that can happen. It could just be the weather even. Um, So, you have to become careful with what you compare. It's hard to compare week one versus week two uh, because there are a lot of things that can happen. It could de- it could depend on where people are coming from and how they found you or what happened that day or what's happening in the news. And there could be these amazing butterfly effects that happen that will contribute to one thing over another one week. And if you switch strategies because of something that happens that is just a happenstance or, or a one-time thing, then, then you might be actually uh, sabotaging yourself because you don't know for sure if that's something that happens always. And so the big point here is that if you compare week to week, it's, it's it, there are some things that you can compare week to week. For example, if you were to do social media strategies, you can compare because you typically post, for example, a lot of times on Twitter, you can see what works better, what headlines work better, what tweets work out better, if images are more responsive than, uh, than links, which are more responsive than videos. And you can test that out. And that's something you can compare week over week. However, if you were to compare, for example, the blog traffic or the YouTube views this week versus another week, then you're going to have a little bit of a you know miscommunication in terms of what's going on there because it's not exactly you're not exactly sure. So the solution for that is you're going to need to make it a little bit longer in terms of what you're comparing. So month over month for that type of thing is going to help you out even more. Now there are some things that there are some exceptions to that of course if you do two things exactly the same you can come out with some conclusions uh, based off of that if you do one thing the same one week and the same exact thing the next week and they're completely different then you can begin to analyze and it'll at least begin that 
uh, conversation, which I think is important. If you have other people working with you too, this could be where multiple heads can come together to figure out why things happened the way they did. And of course, it's 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 always good to see if there are any anomalies. If you if you are looking at longer longer term trends, which is what you are supposed to do, are you on an upward trend? Did, did are, are you plateauing? Are you going downwards? Are you relatively going up and then all of a sudden had a spike. Well, what caused that spike? That's how you can use analytics to your benefit. Uh, and and just, again, you don't want to get too bogged down into it. I was at a point one time where I was viewing my statistics 20, 30 times a day. And I know some of you can relate to that. Some of you are like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. But it becomes addictive. It, it absolutely becomes addictive. But I think you should absolutely schedule time in every week, if not every month, it's probably even better, just to see what's going on. I, I think every week, scheduling, literally scheduling time to check your stats, doing it every week just to make sure everything's going okay and if there are any spikes, you could address them. If there seems to be a flood of traffic coming from somewhere, you can kind of go in and see what's going on. Or if there are anything that is out of the ordinary, you can you can work on things. Now, of course, a lot of us are gonna check every day, so that won't be a problem. But scheduling one time during the month to go in and really analyze, well, what worked this month? What is something that we could try to do again this month to see if we can get even better results? What's something that worked well last month that we can do again and incorporate and optimize? So that, that's how I would go about it. So looking at trends in a longer period of time are, is, is really what's going to help you moving forward. And probably the best advice I could give you, Kyle, is when you try things out over time that you're going to see what works or not, uh, the analytics just tell one side of the story. Because traffic is different from how people actually feel about your stuff. So what I would actually recommend is every once in a while, try to reach out to your audience members. Actually have real-life conversations with them on Skype, on the phone, in person, uh, even through Twitter is an easy way. Just to have real conversations with people who are following your stuff to get an idea of what they like and dislike and what you could do to do better to improve and what you can continue to do or optimize. And when you hear it from your audience's voice or, or mouths, it, it, it sticks and it means so much more and you get to hear it in their own language too so that you can then address it and move forward and pivot in the way that you need to. So Kyle, I hope that answers your question. And uh, again, the analytics are important. Make sure you look at longer trends and see what's working and what's not. And if there are any anomalies, why? So you can do more of what is good and less of what is bad. But also make sure you have conversations with your audience too just to get a, kind of get a feel and listen to how they feel about what you do. So thank you, Kyle. We appreciate your question. And I'm going to send you an Ask Pat t-shirt for having your question featured here on the show like we always do. And for those of you who have a question that you'd like potentially featured here on the show, just head on over to askpat.com. You can ask right there on that page. Just hit the record button, ask your question, and I will do my best to answer as many as I can uh, as I always say five days a week here on Ask Pat. So thank you so much. Again, that's askpat.com. I also want to thank freshbooks.com for making it really easy for all of us to manage our business finances. And you know, we're coming up to the end of the year here. I know it's almost Thanksgiving now, the time this episode comes out, which means it's almost the end of the year. I mean, we're almost into 2016 now. And uh, of course, taxes are a thing we all have to do. And so at least from the US, uh, and at least if you're doing things the way you're supposed to, uh, it becomes a headache sometimes for some people. But if you have your, your finances organized, it becomes much easier uh, you can just print out the forms you need and check the numbers on FreshBooks. It does it for you. Uh, so you got to check it out. Go to getfreshbooks.com and enter Ask Pat in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Again, that's getfreshbooks.com. Enter Ask Pat, and that'll get you a 30-day free trial. Awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And to finish off, we're going to end with a quote from Robert L. Schwartz. He said, the entrepreneur is essentially a visualizer and actualizer. He can visualize something, and when he visualizes it, 
he sees exactly how to make it happen. Actually, I kind of disagree with that. You don't necessarily know how to make it happen, but you are an action taker who will do whatever it takes to make it happen or figure out what the best way to do it is. So uh, sorry, Robert, I kind of have to disagree with you on that. You don't exactly know how it's going to happen until you actually start taking action. And that's where the actualizer part comes into play, which uh, wasn't mentioned in that quote, interestingly enough, until um, except in the beginning. Anyway, overanalyzing it. See, just like statistics, sometimes you can overanalyze things. Uh, But we just got to keep moving forward. So I hope you keep moving forward too. I look forward to serving you in the next episode of Ask Pat. Cheers, thanks so much. And uh, if you're in a car, drive safe. If you're at the gym, push a little bit harder for me. Cheers, take care, and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while. And that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show. For now, at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, The Smart Passive Income Podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income Podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.